Hello, we have unlocked the doors to the bar. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing card readers. How important are they? Also, we have another crazy wedding story for you to uh, get your teeth into. And Project Creep, something that we're all victims of. But what exactly is it? Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to the bar. Uh, before we get into nitty gritty of things, uh, Cam's got a couple of things you'd like to remind you about. I do, Mark. Yes. I just wanted to say that uh, if you enjoy the show, uh, please make sure to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok, all of which will be linked in the show notes. And also, please remember to leave us that five star review. We always ask for on your favourite podcast apps such as Spotify and Apple podcast. And uh, with all that said, Mark, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine, Cam. I think we also need to just chat about something else before we get into it because just just reminded myself we've now got patron oh yes we have haven't we, we yeah have. we've yes. got patrons so the photography bar now has a patron page check it out there's some cool little things there if you uh if you sign up um so yeah please do have a look and uh yeah it'd be, it'd be awesome to have some uh some, some of your support that'd be amazing okay so mark we have just got off from the back of a uh, a mammoth shoot haven't we Yes. And this mammoth shoot uh, involved probably, mm, I reckon, between twenty and twenty-eight thousand people. Yeah, it was. That's it right. was. It was a big one. Um, <laughs> That's a big shoot. It's a big shoot. I mean, it wasn't all in one day, people. Just uh, just so that you know, um, it was over. Um, so, well, it's seven days, wasn't it? I think if you include setup days, it's seven days, something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like um, that. And um, yeah, it was a, the biggest graduation I think we've done, isn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, the, and and actual fact, the week before there was another one going on that we were obviously managing, and that was going on as well. That was yeah. a that was uh, over four days, but um, again, there were several thousand people there. Yeah. And uh, so we've 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 we 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 are absolutely shattered, as you can imagine. Yeah. Long days, thirteen uh, hour days mostly, wasn't it? And, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Very yeah, very few breaks, day after day. Yeah. You know, being away from home. But uh, hey, that's the life of a photographer. But uh, we but had a all, great. Team. I just want to say we had a big shout out to the team. Also, we had the photographers there, also the admin staff. You know, it was a slog. It was an absolute slog. And uh, yeah, heroes, all of them, really, uh, it, because yeah, it was uh, it was it. They were long old days. Long yeah, old they days. were. That's right. Yeah. Now, obviously, when you do a shoot of, of, of that magnitude of that size, and that was a big one, obviously, you've got all of the download to do and yeah every and all the post-processing these images don't just suddenly just uh be shot and then they just appear suddenly that's how it, many you know, images do you, you think know. we we shot well i don't that you know what i've got i've got a calculator here right okay so if i reckon if we did uh i'm trying to work it out i'm trying to punch my numbers in i mean here. roughly I seven thousand okay seven thousand graduates Seven thousand graduates, and let's just say each one with some family pictures. Overall, let's just say there were fifteen images. That's one hundred and five thousand images. Wow. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably more. Actually, it was. Well, you're not including all the event stuff and the VIPs, no. the stuff that so I was obviously, doing as well. Exactly. So. so we had VIP photography to do. There was event photography to do. There was the the video stuff that we were doing. So yeah. we were we were stretched as a team, and drone. we and we had drone stuff as yeah. well that was going on. So we really did take 
take it to the extreme of, of, of working long hours and being involved in a number of different things and have, and being multi-skilled as well and being able to adapt to situations where we were just being asked to shoot something with very little sort of prior warning, you know, suddenly there'd be a VIP, an honorary, or you'd have to do mm. something on stage or you'd have to be back in the studio or you need to be, you know, um, helping with the drone or something like that. So, you know, it was, uh, it, 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 it certainly kept you on the edge, but the number of images we were talking about just now, uh, you know, that, that part of it. Now I was responsible for doing the downloading of all of that. Mm. And when you're downloading and you've, and you've got a lot of people around you, it can be very easy to just to very easily to get lost with all of that, mm. you know, because one simple mistake means that you can miss not just one picture, but you can sort of miss downloading several images, which causes issues, untold issues further down the line and which can be sort of quite financially sort of uh can have a financial hit as well mm. um so you've got to really concentrate on what you do and that whole download process also relies on having the right equipment and the right sort of laptop you know it's all obviously done on site a laptop that's yeah. going to do it quick um but also card readers as well you know and and, mm. and what you download and that's really what i wanted to talk about i wanted to talk about memory card readers because yeah over the years, I've bought several memory card readers, and um, some have been good, some have been not so good. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say any of them have lasted. Uh, I really wouldn't. Uh, See, I I have ha- I did have one years and years and years ago. I think I bought it when I was still working my Jessup days, I think, and I bought it. It was a SanDisk one, right. and it was brilliant. And this was the days when Compact Flash was king. Yeah. Um, and any of the any of you who've used Compact Flash, especially with card readers, probably know that one of the first things to go in a card reader are the pins because they tend to get bent, don't they? They do. So they do. It's an absolute pain in the bum. However, this SanDisk one that I had, and they've they've not done it since. It broke eventually just because of old age. I had it for seven to ten years. This card reader. It was a long one, long, but it had like because I was using Compact Flash, but it had a really long slot. So by the time the card got to the pins, it was in line. Hmm. I found now with compact flash card readers now that they, they, they have a very narrow slot. So it's very easy to bend the pins. But I say this Sandis one, it lasted me for years. And I've never had one last that long since ever. So hang on. So you, you're saying the gap is narrower now. Is that what you were just saying? No. So, you know, when, you, when, you, when you're inserting yeah. the, the, the cards, yeah. so there was a longer hole i guess do you know what i mean okay right there was, okay. When, when, when the card was attached into the pins I know. there was less of the s the, less of the uh compact flash card showing showing yeah, yeah. Uh, because it, it was quite a deep hole mm. and so because of that you, you were lined up perfectly because it had that deep hole you mm. don't get that these days you get a very no. sort of shallow hole and it's so easy to bend the pins i find yeah, it is, and I and, and I bought. Um, I can't remember what, what, what the make of it. And it was now, and uh, I was going to mention it. Going back one last year, I thought, oh, this is a really good one, and it's exactly what happened. Um, the pins bent, and I'm mm. I'm I'm usually very, you know, I try and be very careful with those yeah. because I know that that's what happens. To be honest with you, it's not the card reader I'm fussed about. It's the actual memory card, mm. right? That's what I'm really sort of concerned about. And but when you're working um, under such pressure and you've got a lot of people around you, it's easy to 
to make those mistakes yeah. and and somebody hands you a card and they want you to download it and they waited to get it back and you push the card in and mm. it doesn't go in and you pull it out and you still can't get it back in you wonder what's going on and then when you do look at the pins in the card reader yes one's bent and it's not usable and so you're scrapping around to see if somebody has one i have managed to fix a, a fix one fix a few yeah, and I've just done put that a as pair well. of tweezers and, yeah. and, a, and a magnifying loop and just put it back. Uh, yeah. You always feel a bit wary, though, don't you? Mm, that's right. Yeah. So card readers is is one of those things that is is what do you buy? Because a lot of laptops, um, they come with card readers built in, don't they? they do. uh, like yeah. a micro SD card reader or an SD card reader. Yeah. But I've not ever seen a, ma- uh, a laptop that's got a compact flash card reader in. Well, no, I think they're phasing compact flash out generally. Mm. Um, I think maybe the pin issue is is, is one of the reasons. Mm. Um, I mean, it's like, do you remember the old smart media cards? Mm. I mean, that it was used to be, used to have smart media, which was yeah. basically a bigger version and a flatter version of the SD. Yeah. Um, and it had compact flash and it was either one. Yeah. Um, smart media got phased out quite quickly because SDs kind of took over. And yeah. I think SDs are now taking over compact flash mainly because of the, you know, the pin issue is an issue. Yeah. Um, having said that, there's still quite a few cameras out there that have compact flash. Uh, yeah. I, my, my Mark three has a backup. That's, that's a compact flash. Um, but I suggest the card I pull out and put in all the time is the SD. Um, and SDs, you know, they're, they're not beyond their problems either. No, um, they do come apart they get corrupted or whatever but um i think generally they're 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 better than the compact flash ones and i'm guessing that's why they're phasing them out so that's why i guess manufacturers of laptops aren't 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 putting them aren't putting them in in. and they take up a lot of space don't they so let me break let me so let me break it down a bit because that gives me an because you know i was going to talk you know i wanted to talk about memory card reasons which you will do but i also want to now include the cards and, and let's break them down as as we go you know, intersections here because it's mm. going to relate to everyone because uh, Canon do, sorry, Nikon do the XQD card. So let's start with the XQD cards okay. that Nikon do. Okay. I mean, it's Which kind are... of odd just to, just to throw it in because I've, I don't have any experience with XQDs being, okay, being so what... a Canon user. So I, yeah. I don't use them. Okay. So I do what well, I have done because I had a, uh, I think it was a Nikon D4S going back a few years ago. And that's the first time I came across it. And so when I remember going in to buy the camera, uh, I remember going into Wex and I had no idea that they had an XQD card. So when I went to get my memory cards, I thought they were just SD cards. I thought I'm just going to get some new cards while I'm here. Um, They said to me, Oh, here's uh, you know, you need an XQD card. And, uh, and I think it was something like 32 gig, whatever it was, 32 gig, 60, anyway, it's 175 pounds. What? That, well, that's just it. Why are they so expensive? You know, they're saying they're, you know, they were saying that they're more durable. They, 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 they write faster. They'll download faster. They'll do all of that and everything. But it, so it had an XQD card and an SD card slot. So it had dual card slots. Yeah. Um. Now I think Canon now are doing uh, CF Express. Is, is are they? Are, now is it Canon that are doing CF Express? I or? don't know because I mean the mm. obviously the the R six. Yeah. 
and the Mark and the R6 Mark II, which is probably yeah. one of their more later cameras. Yeah, that they're both SDs. Um, they are. Cards. That's right. Yeah. Now I wasn't sure. Now I've got. You know, we're both Canon users, so I'm. Uh, and I know some of the photographers that we're working with were saying that we're using CF Express cards. Now I'm not sure whether they are the same as the XQD cards. Either way, they are these sort of rectangular um, cards, a little bit bigger than an XQD card, I would say, um, okay. a, a bit thicker, but they're supposed to be more durable. They're supposed to, as I said, write faster, do all of those things, which, yeah, fine, they, they probably do. But they are very, very expensive. And yeah. then you need a memory card reader that will take that. So I remember having mm. to buy the memory card reader to specifically take that XQD card uh, to, to read that. So that cost me as well, um, which I wasn't expecting at the time. Yeah. Do they anyway, still so, use XQDs in their in their later cameras, Nikon? Yes, yeah. So Nikon, yeah, Nick, yeah, that, that that's what's that's it's not what's going take, away. No, 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 because that's what's taken over SD cards. So it's newer than SD cards. Yeah, no, I understand that. So, yeah, but I'm just wondering. You know, you had, and I, and I know I've spoken about this a few times. You had the Sony memory stick, which yeah. is this purple sort of oblong looking memory memory thing and and yeah. they're gone they, they they no one uses them anymore have they right they're, they're they're phased out have they yeah well you don't use them for your sony cameras do you they're all less no not at all so you no. don't have these these it was back in the late 90s early early noughties when these these cards were about but all their cameras took them these yeah. purple and they were more expensive than the others yeah uh, maybe and I couldn't really fathom why I think maybe it's because maybe they did write faster and maybe all that kind of stuff yeah. But they are now phased out, so you know you, you you can't use them anymore. Yeah. So um, with the with the uh, the CF Express, I was just looking up here. They have Type A and Type B cards, um, and I think they just got different just different write speeds. Um, it says that both uh, Type A and Type B CF Express formats are based around the same super fast PCI Express technology. Um, However, they differ in the amount of PCI data transfer lanes available. So it gets a bit a little bit technical here, but I think they've just got different writes, they've just got different um write speeds on them. Uh and um they're compact, it says, and just saves time in downloading. And and they're used in cameras. Sony use them a lot. And it says that they are now the choice for professional photographers. I wouldn't necessarily say that at all. No, uh, we not don't from, use them, do we? No, exactly. Certainly not not from our experience in fact, it's, um, i haven't heard a lot of, about these cards so no many I mean, of the photographers i i know use these yeah. these cards yeah that's right yeah last time i mean what with it was a team of 10 photographers and i think two of them had uh one had an xqd card one had cf express i think it might mm. you know we might be talking about the same thing so you have those and you have to have a different memory card for those and they're expensive then we were talking about obviously compact flash we spoke a little bit about that the problem with those is that they the, the pins in the card readers mm. do bend they are prone to uh problems there then you've got your, they are being phased out as well they, yeah then you've got SD cards, and they I think they're the most popular. I think yeah. pretty much I would say probably most cameras have got an SD card. Yeah. You know, if they take an XQD card or or a CF Express, then the backup slot is going to be a uh, an SD. Um, and I think they're the most convenient. I've certainly had problems with those. Yep. I know that when I pulled them out of my camera, I've had one or two where uh, I've I pulled it out and I felt something tug a little bit. Yeah. And then when you take it out, you see the bit of the gold. 
you yeah. know the, the the connectors have come off and immediately that card is just it's been it's thrown away and, yeah. and chucked don't yeah. risk it don't use it you know you're going to have a problem with that yeah but they are the most they are the most popular ones and then after that you've got micro sd cards which we use micro sd cards in our drones yeah We've not gotten any any in the cameras that we use, but I know a lot of the like the, the compact cameras these days use. Well, the, um, the GoPros use them. GoPros um, use so, them. So my action camera is not actually a GoPro, but um, yeah, it's it's a it's a YI or Y camera, but yeah, it's a it's a micro SD. Yeah, I mean, and I then think... you have an adapter for it, yeah. to, so it then goes into SD card readers and stuff. Ex- exactly. So I've got two laptops, and uh, one of those laptops has a a micro SD card reader. Which is, is really used. It does yeah. actually, which is my old, which is my old laptop, which is really useful because we'd always use it to download all the drone stuff. It's brilliant. Mm. And those cards mm. are so small; it's so easy to lose. Mm. And uh, so that was really useful. But my the laptop that I bought going back a few months ago, that's got an SD card reader. Uh, hasn't got a micro SD card reader built in. It handy to have had both actually. Um, so that's uh, and that was one of the you know when I bought my laptop that was one of the reasons why I bought my laptop because it had an SD card reader mm. in it so so when buying my laptop it was not just for speed and everything else I was looking at I was thinking can I you know can I download direct rather than putting a uh, a memory card in there or something but coming back to the card readers then uh, is that like, cost wise I mean you can buy them you can buy a, a card reader for I don't know ten pounds and they go up to I don't know, 150 pounds for different card readers. Um, <laughs> I've not seen 150 pounds. Yeah. No. Um, some are some are just single card readers. In other words, they'll read an SD card only, a compact yeah. flash card reader, or they're dedicated, um, uh, you know, micro SD card. I think more and more now, uh, you know, you see that they're multi uh, card readers. Mm. Uh, and as I was saying, I've bought a load um over the years and one so i for particularly for this this shoot that we had coming up you know last week this big one i needed to buy some more card readers and i know the photographers we work with some of them were shooting compact flash some were with some were with sd i didn't buy an xqd card reader because all of the photographers said all anyone's using comp uh the cf express or um xqd we're, we're also shooting on uh, on sd as well so yeah. i went out and bought the uh what well, i bought out three of the lexar professional multi it's called the lexar professional multi three multi card three and one uh mm-hmm. usb 3.1 card reader it's got an sd slot micro sd compact flash um it's a nice sort of not a triangular shape but it's a it's a really well built solid piece of kit as it mm. were because you know the slot got, like on the compact the, flash it, it's the same as every it's the same as every other one right it's very narrow you push yeah. the card in and most of the card is actually sticking out it doesn't yeah. push all the way in you know um and i, I find don't know that... why they don't make these long long holes yeah. for the just, for, for the compact flash yeah i guess maybe it's maybe it's just design less costs maybe somebody designed it for the first time and they all said oh yeah we cut down on material by doing it that way don't yeah. need to but... and we can sell another one when they break the pins yeah exactly that's right <laughs> yeah so every time i would put the sd uh, the compact flash if any of the cards in i'd put them in very very carefully and also pull them out very carefully it's very yeah. easy when you're working quickly you whack the card in you download you take the card out and that's where that's where you're going to make a mistake it's important to make mm. sure that the card is pushed in all the way so so this this lexar professional one that i bought um 
you know, it's very tempting for me to say it's the best card reader I've ever bought mm-hmm. because every card reader I buy is always a good one and it's the best one I've ever bought. And then and, you know, six and months later. And, and, there's an, and, and there's some sort of an issue with it. Yeah. So the, uh, what I like about this one, though, is that it's it's quite sturdy, uh, that you, you can sit on the table. It's got uh, sort of a, a, not rubber feet, but it's got something where it doesn't slide around. Mm-hmm. So when you put it on mm-hmm. the table, it's there. Um, I've got some other ones that just look like USB slots and other ones that like a long USB uh, um, dongle type of thing, which yeah. take an SD card reader. So they, they come in all shapes and all sizes. Um, but what do you go out and buy? You know, because most people, I, I guess a lot of people are hobbyists particularly in most cases will probably think, oh, I'll just buy a card reader and they'll go anywhere and they'll think, oh, well, why should I spend 50 quid on the card reader when I can get something that does the same job and it's, and it's 10 quid, I'll just buy that one. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be good enough for them. It's, you know, it might last them for ages, but when it comes to pro use, you've got to be a little bit more sort of uh, be prepared to spend and be a little bit more on the ball about what you're actually going to get. But you're going to use it loads more, aren't you? I mean, that's, that's basically it. You know, there's going to be a lot more wear and tear in it. Um, and it is incredibly important piece. Uh, you know, if, if he can't have a faulty card reader because no, you're up, you're up the creek, aren't you? Basically, yeah, exactly. And a good card reader, really, what you're looking for is something that's gonna it's gonna be download things fast. It's gonna have consistent transfer speeds because they do make a difference. It's got to be durable, you know, um, and also is just to keep it clean as well. Don't throw it around. Keep it somewhere in a box. It's very easy just to, uh, you know, uh, just to throw it in your in your camera bag and just leave it there. So I've got uh, just a little plastic bag. Um, uh, that I keep my card readers in, which I keep in one of my bags, um, mm. just to try and keep them clean. I don't just have it loose. I know you do, Mark, because I've yeah. seen seen them in your bag, right? But yeah. then I think that's what Although most, to, in, in most my people defense, do. They have a little pocket inside my bag. It's not loose in my bag. Sure, but yes. what I was going to say, what you do is probably what most people do, and it's yeah. what I did for years as well. Um, I think the hubs are the good ones, the ones that, that the multi-purpose ones. I mean, where you know because. You know, you might go out and buy a camera and find that, you know, my, my old camera was SD cards. I bought a new one. Oh, and it only takes micro SD or yeah. whatever. But um, uh, so when you're looking for a, for a memory card reader, you know, spend good money, take your time looking for one and look after it and look after when mm. you're downloading your cards as well, yeah. um, because you can have issues with those. Okay, well, with that in mind, um, I'm off to go and buy a card reader. Um, so I get a drink at the same time. Yeah, let's go and grab one. Right then, so I have a wedding story for you. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, a wedding story. I mean, it's not my wedding story. It's something that I found online, but it's um, it's quite a story. Um, I know some of you guys probably remember the story we said about how um, a couple got a divorce and was trying to get their money back from the photographer, <laughs> which obviously yeah. was a bit crazy. <laughs> but this one is also a little bit crazy. I'm, I'm going to read it out. Um just so that everything is everything okay. is right and um and, and see what you guys think so so this, this is this is the story so let's hear it when my best friend was getting married she asked me to be her photographer uh for the day um it was my wedding gift for her the bride and groom were very happy with the results um and and it was all good basically so a couple of weeks later uh, i receive a call from an unknown number so the caller goes hi um, I hope you still remember me from from the wedding. Um, I saw the pictures you took, and they are so neat. This is obviously American, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
At which the author replies, hi, thank you. Uh, were you the one with the baby blue dress? The caller says, yeah, that was me. I was just wondering, I'm going to get married in three weeks. Um, could could you give me your address so I can send you an invitation? Um, so the author's like, hmm, wow, thank you. She doesn't really know this person, basically. Um, and the caller goes, don't worry about a wedding gift. You can bring your camera and take pictures. So the author went, so you don't want to invite me, but to hire me. And the caller said, no, silly. I invite you as a friend and I ask for the same gift as you did for your friend. Um, she got pretty upset when I told her that this isn't going to happen. When I told my bestie about what she was about, about this, she was really sorry. Um, the girl was her cousin and kept asking for my number, even though she begged her not to bother me. So basically what you got there is someone trying to get free wedding photography. What do you think to that? <laughs> do you know it reminds me of and, and let's be honest here okay that's uh first of all you, people have got different budgets some people have got a, a really good budget a high budget to spend on their wedding and then you've got a lot of people that just don't have really anything to spend but they still want to have a great wedding day and they still want to have a great photo so mm. let's so what we'll do is is we'll we'll, we'll not will will not dismiss that factor you know about mm. people have their budgets and we have to respect the fact that some people have a, this huge budget and some people would love to have a huge budget but they, they just don't but just can't okay yeah. so but there are people looking for deals and to try and get something free so a lot of people will hire a friend a keen photographer and we've mm. been through that before i mean hiring a uh, hiring a, a, a uh, you know uh, a friend to do your wedding photography yeah, it's a big no-no for lots yeah, of reasons. It it's a great way to fall out. Um, Although it went well in that story because obviously the, the original thing was yeah. she she went to this wedding and as a gift, she took the photos Yeah, um, because she was her best friend. Yeah. And that went fine. By, yeah. By okay. So, so, so that's fine. Now, I know from them where, you know, sort of uh, I do some, the teaching from the classes that I run that I get emails uh, and I get a handful every year of saying that um, I'm getting married and would you like a, do you have a student who could do our wedding for us and it will be great for their portfolio. <laughs> okay. that one. Right? And, th and, and that's a very common request. Yeah. Okay. It is great a very common request. Portfolio. Okay. Great for their portfolio. Yeah. <laughs> that, which is the biggest insult to any it photographer. Just it just winds me up it, that one. It does, doesn't it? You know, great it, for your portfolio. It'd be great for your portfolio. It'd be great. You know, you, you get, you're going to get loads of sales from those pictures. Yeah. You know, loads of people are going to buy them. Uh, no, they're not. No one's no, going to buy them. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, it's not going to happen and you don't need it and you don't need it for your portfolio uh right. just you know and unless you approach somebody and said look i'm trying to expand my portfolio yeah. um i'd really be interested in doing your wedding now that's very different but when it someone is. else approaches you about that okay so so people are always looking out for you know there are people looking they want photos but they can't afford to have them done that's fair enough but i think it's the approach some people take where you know that that whole thing about uh, there's two things that are said. Um, there's the portfolio be good for their portfolio, and also we'll give you know. I've had this right where certain times I've said, oh, you know, we'll we'll provide them with some food or and they can have a drink as well. Mm. Right? You know, it's like and everything about it is insulting. Yeah, and um, and I do I do reply back to these people, and I actually say. 
first of all, we don't do this because we would never put any of our students in a situation to do anyone's wedding day. It's the most important day, um, you know, at that point in their life. Okay, and we're not going to take a risk. I'm not going to destroy the confidence of a student who's never done this before um, because it's very easy to say, oh, we're not bothered about it before. Any photos will be good. Then afterwards, everyone complains. And that happens with friends. I I know this has happened so many times when a friend has done, uh, you know, a friend's wedding and they're fallen out because the photos weren't what they're expecting. Whereas actually Mm. beforehand, I was saying, oh, don't worry about it. We only want you to take a few photos. We're not that bothered. Anything will do. But after the event, they're thinking, well, actually, hang on a minute. They're not very good. So, and then there's a falling out. Yeah. This, this person here is, I mean, it's obviously a real chance, you know, to say that, you know, uh, I'd like you, I'm inviting you to my wedding and oh, I'm like, wedding. there's a gift. I mean, really, it just smacks of just, you know, it's just, it's, it's everything also, that's wrong, isn't it? I mean, the How? other thing that struck me is that I'm getting married in three weeks time. Yeah, there's well, that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's going on there? I yeah. mean, why is it that you think that, you know, that's good in, in, in any respect? Um, it's just, it's just, it's just kind of crazy. You know, I think <laughs> Photography is a very highly skilled job. Not only have you got to know all your exposures and, mm. you know, you got to know poses, you've also got to basically be crowd control. Mm. Yeah. You know, you are organizing the day pretty much. Yeah. Most of the times there are exceptions to that. Some people have um, good Toastmasters or, or whatever. Mm. But yeah, basically, um, yeah, but, but basically, <laughs> You are running the day if, if there's none, none of those people around. So, uh, um, you know, you've got to organize things with the venue. You've got to, you know, you are, you know, because lots of people have their own agendas as well. You know, the venue wants to get stuff done on time. They've got their brief. They've got their targets to do. The photographer's got the same. Um, I'm guessing that sometimes you have like singing waiters. They've got to do their thing. And you've got to organize all of this. Yeah. And that's the stuff that people don't see. So, you know, if, so, if someone was like, oh, I invited you to a wedding and yeah, bring your camera. I'd be like, yeah. no, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's up to me to offer that. Yeah. Um, but also you know if there is a photo oh excuse me if there is a photographer there um you know you kind of i always feel like i don't want to undermine the photographers that that's there so it's very no, rare exactly. to take my camera to a wedding yeah that's right now you know you know and i think back the last two weeks that we've done and where we had to go to i wouldn't say where, where we were working with these graduations but they were you know three for us both they were three hour drives away weren't they yeah okay. yeah so and I remember for the first one, uh, uh, I had to drive there, go and set up. And then mm-hmm. I wasn't there for the first day of the event because I had a wedding to shoot. So I came back and then we shot a wedding, mm-hmm. shot that wedding. And on that day, it chucked it down with rain all day. It did not yeah. stop. So we had to do everything mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, that was on the that was on the Friday. Then on the yeah. Sunday, we then left for the, the big first week of the big graduation. Yeah. Okay. And then we had a wedding on the, that weekend. And again, it chucked it down with yeah. rain all day. And then we went back to the, and the, the, the then we job. went back to the job and we carried on shooting there. Now that took it out of us, right? Physically, mm. mentally, we were, you know, you know, uh, we were frazzled. It's a okay. lot. But nobody at the wedding, no one at the graduation ceremonies could see that we mm. 
super frazzled. They could see that we were on it. We were on top yeah. of it. We were, they, they had no idea at all. And in top of, on top of all that, with two weddings, which have had the worst weather that I can remember, two weddings running, the worst weather that I can remember for a long time, where everything yeah. was washed out. We still had to produce the photos that the bride and groom expected, mm. crowd control, do everything indoors and everything. And, and then the, this mammoth shoot that we had, and that's what is that's what you're paying for. You're yeah. paying for a photographer to be able to do these things, mm. to be able to manage all of these things at the drop of a hat to say it's chucking it down with rain. Mm. You can't just say, look, actually, hang on, you know what? We're gonna have to scrap these photos. We can't do them. Mm. We're not, you know, we're not gonna be doing any photos for you. You've got to come up with the next best option. And that next yeah. best option has got to be as good as anything that you were planning to do outside. Mm. So, you know, when when people say, about a photographer you know and, and and they try and get something for free and again don't get me wrong i respect the fact that some people don't have the budgets for it but when some people try and get something for nothing where they don't appreciate what a photographer's role is and then that's then that's you know their that's their their ignorance i suppose is to put it politely yeah, no, I agree. It's also incredibly insulting, and and it, it mm. shows a lack of respect for the profession as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and the fact that that person got upset when the when the the author, you know, the photographer was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." You know, I don't know you. You know, you're just inviting me, so you get free photography. That's essentially what you're doing. You don't want me there, really. Um, of course, yeah. yeah. It, and, uh, it's it's just. I don't understand. I don't understand the mentality. Of you wouldn't. You wouldn't do that to any other profession, would you? No, of course you wouldn't. You know, you 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 don't go. We've we've had this sort of analogy before, don't we? You know, we, I don't know. We've said about walking into a restaurant, or walking into a bar, or something, yeah. isn't it? Or something. You you was it? You don't take your own drink or something. I you can't remember what it was. <laughs> you don't bring your own burger into Mackie D's, do you? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's essentially my point. There, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say yeah that yeah and that is true that is a good way of putting it but that's that's how it is so um but interesting because people that is you know a lot of wedding photographers are you know are faced with that a lot of people who are getting married want to you know want to have wedding photography but they want to have it done cheap or free they want something for nothing and and, yeah. and they do try it on so and, and it does carry on into other things but um I'm, I'm getting a a little thirsty so um I think it's your round though okay here right. we go let me go to the bar so obviously, if you've been following the last story you were talking about, uh, you know, about, you know, people trying to get wedding photography for free. Um, we we kind of went over about, you know, how the um, the profession isn't you know, it, it, people do this and they, they expect it and you wouldn't do it in any other profession. But the other thing that kind of struck me is, uh, have you heard the phrase project creep? No, I haven't. No. OK, so basically it's when. You know, it doesn't not necessarily just photography, it's anything. So uh, let's say you're building an extension, you know, you're a builder, you're building the extension, and then the, the the person then says, Oh, and by the way, can you can you, you know, do the drive as well? You know, uh, yeah, well, well hang you. on a minute, that that wasn't in the original brief. That's not the project. I I'm here to build an extension and nothing more, you know. Um, if you want me to do your drive, then it's gonna be extra money. Um and sometimes that's fine. And sometimes, yeah, extra money's done, but it's not always about the money. It's also about the time. Uh, you know, well, no, I've allotted this time to build your extension. I've got to go to Mr. Smith down the road and build their extension after this. So I don't have time to do your drive. Um, you know, it could be things like that. Now, I've noticed this in photography. You know, you're going off to do, Definitely. yeah, you go off to do some headshots, um, you know, of, of, a, of a company or something like that. 
Um, and then they kind of go, actually, can you also get some, I don't know, behind the scenes or maybe can you take some pictures of our products as well? Um, and, and and can you, you know, can you get a picture of the the, the office? And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. No, no, no. You, you've I've, I've quoted you for headshots. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I also have another shoot this afternoon. So, um, you know, I can't. Do, and, and people kind of go, well, you know, you should really do this for me and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, well. No, I mean, how have you have you had that cam? Is that something that you've uh, sort of come across? And and how do you deal with it? And and what would you, what would your advice be? Um, yeah, all the time. I've I've had that for years. You know, you're you're. Well, you got a name uh, for it now, Project Creek. Yeah, Project. project uh, I'd, I'd never I'd never heard of that phrase actually. Uh, it's going to stay with me now that because you know I think I can think of almost every shoot that I've gone done for a company when I've been there. You know, and yeah, you've gone to do some headshots or you've gone to do some product shots. And and there is always that thing of, oh, some somebody's just had this idea. They said, while you're yeah. here, could you do this? And you're thinking, well, in actual fact, you've just given me these products and really they need to be done on, on say, a white background. But I haven't yeah. got that white background because it wasn't part of the brief. Mm. So I'm now going to – and then they'll say, well – just just pop them up there i'm sure they'll be fine just 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 so they're looking for just let's just get him while he's here and what yeah. they do is they're sort of thinking right while we've got the photographer here the photographer is charging x amount for this for the day let's mm. let's squeeze as much out of that photographer yeah. as we can and i've been in this situation where they've not even given you a break where mm. you know you don't even get a lunch break where they mm. they just expect you to go from one to the other to the other because they're thinking right this photographer's here for a day we're paying a daily rate here so mm. we want to make sure right that we get as much out of this photographer as we possibly can that but for me now i'm experienced enough to be able to say guys i'm going to go and grab something to eat you know i don't worry about that now and then they'll say oh of course yes have a break you know and but i've been in companies where they don't even offer you a tea or a coffee mm. and i know for a fact that they've gone off to go and have their break but they've just left you working and shooting but i'll mm. i'll say now i have that confidence but that confidence only is only come from having done it for so many years to be able to say guys i just need to grab a coffee yeah um, and these days it's different because a lot of people just nip out to a costa or wherever so it's very easy to say oh, i'm just going to nip out to a costa or uh, is there a starbucks near here it's going back years ago that was never the case you know they, yeah. they, did, they didn't really exist mm. really you mm. know mm. you'd have be waiting for someone but when it comes to now people asking to do they want extra things doing that project creep as you call it right okay yeah. i will now just add it onto the invoice and mm. no one quibbles about it so if i when it, when it comes to it i will then break it down and say look there there was your uh there was your there were your headshots that, that that we needed to do right that was those and then in the invoice i'll put additional product photography x amount editing x amount i'll just break it down and mm. then if they query it then i would just say to them well it wasn't part of the brief you know yeah certainly i could yeah certainly i can add those on there is a way of saying it and, and you know I, I have been in the situation where i've said to people um that um something like uh yeah we can add those on for you so it's that little phrase of saying mm. Yeah. Oh, we can add. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly I can add those on for you. And by saying that you're almost sort of saying, yeah, we can add that as a, as a, an you know, there will be an, yeah. Rather than saying, well, you've not actually paid for it. So are you willing to pay for it? I don't want to say that because I don't want to put them off. Mm. I want to do the job for them. So I think, Oh, he was brilliant. It was great. And, and afterwards when you put the invoice in, they don't query it because they know that they asked for that and it was extra. So if you are in that situation, then then it is how you phrase it, it is how you word it. But, and I wouldn't say 
this is how you should always do it because I think it's an experience thing mm. and it's a it's a confidence thing. Um, and is there a way of preempting it? Do you think? I think there is because you can always limit time. If you know that you're going to go to a customer and they're going to ask you to do a, a lot of extra mm. that they're not willing to pay for, you just know that this, this shoot's going to take me a lot longer than I think it is. Mm. You put it, you can actually say, look, I've, I've uh, you know, once you've bit the date in if you can say beforehand look if we can get it done within those three hours because i've got a really busy schedule so i really need to and even when you go in you can say great that's fine i really need to i, I need to stick with the times that we'd agreed i really need to be away from here by midday mm -hmm. so you can be preempting all of those things and they're saying yeah of course of course and we'll do that and then what i'll then do and i use it as a bit of a sales thing i'll then say right what other stuff is there that you've got that needs doing and then they'll say well we needed this doing this doing this doing and i'll say okay when's it when's a good time for me to come in and do that those mm. things so i've now fitted in an extra day shoot or a half mm. day shoot or an extra two days or something but just by saying to them i can do whatever you want me to do i can't do it right now but let's schedule a date in the diary and i'll come back Mm. so there's mm. different ways and i've been in all of those situations of, of doing it so you can do it and word it so that the customer always feels like they feel like that you're on their side yeah. but never be in a situation where you end up saying oh well you do know that that's going to cost you extra and it's going to cost you more because suddenly their alarm bells start ringing because they're thinking oh right oh, okay we how much extra is this going to cost oh i think we'll leave it whereas if you mm go about it a very different way in that you're trying to help. Um, you know, I've been on shoots where I've thought this is a long day. This is, you know, mm. and it's just no way I'm going to fit all of this in. And they're asking me to do extra things. And I'll just say to them, look, can we, let's, uh, you know, are you guys here tomorrow morning? I can, you know, I can, I can shift things around in my diary and get back in here tomorrow morning and we can finish this off. And you charge them for that extra half day, you know, and they yeah. would expect to pay it as well. So, um, but certainly there is an expectation there where project creep um, happens all the time. I think it happens in a lot of trades. Oh you know, yeah. This isn't, this isn't just a, a photography thing. Um, we've got it, some decorate. Yeah. We've got, so we got uh, having some decorating done at home and so part of it was done. Well, the two weeks that we've been away on these shoots mm. and we've got various things going on. And while they were here, we said, Oh, we, we've actually said, Oh, could you do this? Could you do that? Would yeah. you be able to do this? But, but I'm aware of that. I actually always say, look, there's, I've got a few other things that need doing. Um, I've got this, this, and this, could you just give me a cost on what it's going to be for you just to do those while you are here? So yeah. I never, I'm aware of that, but without ever having been aware of the the, the phrase "project mm. creep," but I've I've never take I've never taken it for granted, you know. Yeah, but there's a, there's a difference saying, "Oh yeah, could you?" Is there a possibility you could do this and cost it? You know what I mean? To yeah. to my, I think my my issue is is people kind of go, "Well, whilst you, you can just squeeze this in for us and, and not and yeah. not have you know not well no that is going that's not in the original brief mm. and that's yeah. going to cost you more yeah um but yeah. you're right it's it's just it's just definitely it's again it's that client management that we've spoken about before mm. isn't it you know it's about yeah we can we can definitely squeeze that in um or no i can't because i've you know i, I have quite a tight schedule today so i'll i could come back in tomorrow and get it done or something yeah like that's that. it yeah yeah and, and what you're yeah. doing is you're, you're you're creating yourself more work you're mm. giving the client what they want they're going to end mm. up getting what they want and you know yes you're charging for it they're paying for it but they're getting what they want but it's done in a it's done in a professional way mm. um and it's done in a way where they're not they're not taking it for granted and if they do end up saying to you um if you say look you know if they're aware that look you're just not going to be able to do it on that day say look 
what I'll do is when when's another good day for me to come back? And they do yeah. sometimes say, um, all right, well, don't worry about it. They're not that important, right? Okay, that's it. That kills that. In other words, you were going to do something and they weren't going to didn't want to pay for it. Yeah. Or they'll say, let us come back to you and we'll fix another day. And if they come back to you, they do. If they don't, they don't. But sometimes I I also follow up. I'll, you know, when I finish something off and I'm editing something, I say, do you guys want to schedule a date in for those other shots? And sometimes they'll mm. come back and say, no, we're going to hold those. We're going to hold off on those. Hold those. Or we'll say, oh, yes. Yeah. They or yeah. they will say, oh, yeah. Can we, can we, you know, when can you come in? We want to get those done. Is, is <laughs> there a ratio, do you reckon, to, or, you know, how many times do people go, Oh no! Actually, don't worry about it. Uh, how many people go? Oh yeah, no. I'll, we need to get you booked in. Is there? I would say because of the way I approach it, most people end up saying to me that let's get it booked in. Okay, that's and, cool. And it's it's just because of it's really difficult to say how, but it's just a, it's it it's just from that having the experience of knowing what yeah. to say in those situations. I'm sort I'm of using wondering... sales. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sort of using a a sales sort of pitch but without them sort of thinking it's a sales well it's a soft sell isn't it it's a real soft sell but it's always there's something in this for us we need him to come back but i wonder how many people are just trying to get extra out of you without having to pay for it i think that was i think it's more a case of i wouldn't necessarily say i think it comes back to what i was saying that they feel that they've booked you for a day when they say how much is your daily rate for example when they've got you for a day they think that They've got you for every single second of that whole day without a break, right? Mm. And if you hurry up and do these things, right, you can also get these fitted in for us because we're paying you for a day anyway. So so the other thing here is let's just say that they do ask you to do extra stuff. Let's say that you've booked in for a day and your day was, let's say it was nine to five and you've more or less finished what you're going to do and it's four o'clock or three o'clock and you think, um, they've given me some more stuff to do, right? Yeah. And uh, right, okay, I can do this. I've got the time to do it. Then what you do is you don't. You can make that decision of not to charge them for the shoot because it was within that day anyway. But you still mm. charge them the extra for the editing that you're doing. Yeah. Okay, so you're still charging them for the editing, for the release of those images with the copyright. So you would you can still make additional money from that. But if you get yeah. yourself into a situation where you're doing it and you're doing it for nothing at all, and then that's probably you as a photographer, that's your fault, that's your issue, that's your problem, mm. rather than the client not willing right. to pay for something, I would say. I would okay. say that's your fault. That's the fault of the photographer. Mm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So I guess just making things clear at the at, at the get-go. Mm. Um, so, I mean, another thing that come out there, you have an ad- additional post costs. So you, you don't just charge for the day, you charge for the editing and the post work. Afterwards. Yes, so so if it, if it's a shoot, then what I'll you know what, what I'll do is I'll break it down and say, you know, uh, this is going to be the the cost of the shoot, and then here's the cost of uh, the editing and the release of the images. Mm. So rather than saying here's you know if if a job is going to cost five hundred pounds, let's say it's photography and all your editing time and everything, and you're releasing the images five hundred pounds, I'd probably say to them, okay, well it's three hundred fifty for the photography um you know uh, 100 pounds for editing 50 pounds for release of images something like that i would just break it down for them mm. and then that way also i think they feel that they're getting more value for money because they see what they're actually paying because if if you just say to them right it's going to cost you 500 pounds they think it's going to cost them 500 pounds for you for, to go and take some photos yeah what they don't realize is that you they're also paying for the editing they're also paying for the 
the the release of the images and the copyright mm. that they want to re- they want to use those images as well mm. Mm. so so if you make that clear then they think that or they see that ah okay it's not just the photography there's the editing of course there's the editing oh and mm. the, yeah. and, and and the images we need those of course oh and the copyright oh okay so we can do what we want with those images suddenly mm. you realize they they start to realize that they're buying all of these things from you and it's not just they're not just buying photography from you I mean, when you say copyright, because I find this is a big confusion for, for mm. a lot of people, um, because copyright for me is about authorship mm. rather than anything else. I, I'm assuming you still keep the authorship of mm. the images. It's just you give companies permissions to do whatever they want with them. Yeah, basically that yeah. that word copyright, I'm saying to people that you can use the images however you want to use them. Yeah. There is no restriction. I know that um, in the past, we used to say, look, what are the images going to be used for? There's a certain fee for you for certain usages. And I know that mm. still happens in, in the advertising industry. You know, you've got yeah. images, you can use them for, um, if you want to use them for um, magazine advertising, it's going to cost you this much. If you want them for website, mm. it's going to cost you. Okay, so they break it down. And then there's a time scale as well. You could, you've got that license for six months or you've got it for a year or three months yeah. or whatever it is. I don't do that because that's not the type of work that I do. Mm. What I do is I use the word copyright, but basically it's saying to them that you yeah, permission yeah. to do what you want with it, with, with whatever you want with, with the pictures. And the good thing about that is again, they feel like they're getting something. They're sort of thinking it's a positive for them because they're thinking, Oh great. We own the copyright. We can do what we want with these pictures. Whereas mm. if I don't mention it, they don't know that it, by, by saying, by putting in that, it, they they feel like it's value that oh they, mm. they they're getting even more for what they're paying oh that's what the photographer's charging oh that's pretty good another photographer who prices for the same job just puts in photography services and puts the same price in isn't giving as much va- perceived value as mm. breaking it down mm. no, that's interesting to know interesting mm. to know mm. okay well i think that's probably about it really um, I hope you uh, hope you guys found this really informative and useful and entertaining. Hopefully, um, and um, yeah, I think Cam's got a couple of things he just wants to wrap up with. And um, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah, guys, thank you again. Thank you for supporting us uh, again. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube. Remember the new Patreon. That's Patreon. Okay, so uh, we'd really like you to support us on that because you know it's those things that keep this show going and uh and uh, instagram facebook tiktok and i know that we you know some of the photographers we work with spoke to last week and we've had so many messages since we've started doing this the podcast people do say look i'm a photographer i, I work on my own i spend a lot of time on my own i don't have any other contact with other photographers so listening to you guys is like having a couple of friends that that that, that tell me the things that i'm thinking about as well mm. you know and um so we want to so to be able to do this we need the support of you guys to listen to the show to give us those reviews to join our patreon that would be absolutely fantastic and then we can keep on putting this content out whilst we're in the middle of doing shoots with twenty eight thousand people <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah all right guys um have a great week whatever you're doing happy shooting and we will see you next time bye for now